I was always spooked by the asteroids around me, but then I had lucked out when three chums had found me. We gotta go see these mechanicals at the center of the universe. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the baker, the candle maker. The butcher, the Welcome to this episode of The Butcher, The Baker, The Candlemaker in Space. Joining me tonight is Baker. How do you do? And that's it. We're flying pantsless again. We don't have Pantagoulia <laughs> tonight. And uh, so we, we, will try, we will try to behave ourselves. I'm intentionally not wearing pants just for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the great thing about just doing a recorded podcast is that, uh, you know, we're free to, uh, you know, do as we please. Yeah, yes. you can only see it unless you're on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, things are definitely starting to take shape around the uh, the 4.0 update. Uh, so Sean Murray put out a, uh, a tweet that, uh, essentially says that this is going to be the switch update and that's it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, I mean, they never really are absolute about anything, you know, they always leave themselves a little wiggle room. Um, so if they do something, you know, they go, well, we didn't say we weren't going to do that. But, uh, but anyway, so it looks like, uh, that should be the extent of the, of the update, um, which, you know, uh, you know, oh, darn, we only get four updates this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I could see this being the only thing they put out for this because it's, it's, I mean, it's not like it's just a, a tiny port, you know, it's not just a small PC. Yeah, no, it, it's completely different. And to me, it's like I'm still trying to wrap my head around the idea of procedural generation and Nintendo. <laughs> like that's, that's just two things that don't seem to go together in my head. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. And that's like, it's a big thing. You know, they're working hard to make sure this thing comes out, you know, not like the original version of No Man's Sky. So, you know, let, I, I bet we get an emoji the very next day, though. I would bet like, or within a week. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So, so the, the likely scenario is that, um, you know, the later in the, um, well, and actually now it may be, you know, sooner, uh, we'll get the, uh, the expedition redo. Uh, where they go through and and make all the expeditions uh, available again in six week chunks, because um, now they have a lot more expeditions to uh, to include in that. Right, and they could actually incorporate that. Well, that's what they did last year. Was that was kind of their their break while they got everything set up for the next expedition or yeah next expedition. Yeah. So yeah, I could see that happening, and I'm fine with it. Oh yeah. So, 
Oh, we got all this other stuff we got to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there was the, um, I started playing on Xbox um, after that was done. And so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that my Xbox characters can't, don't have access to uh, because I didn't do those expeditions. Um, you know, the first few expeditions, like I, I, I don't have access to the uh, Normandy on my uh, Xbox, uh, but I do have the Leviathan. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to redoing those expeditions on Xbox for sure. There was all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, wish list videos uh, being put out, you know, people wanting, uh, you know, uh, spacecraft parts that you could uh, put together, you know, your own custom ships. Um, you know, I know I was desperately hoping for uh, deeper water oceans and uh you know all kinds of stuff like that but uh it there's there's plenty there they've done so much this year that uh you know you certainly can't be disappointed now you know we're we're the creatures of their own creation so they've got nobody to blame but themselves for our you know rampant uh you know speculation and our you know desire for the new things in the game so we have an emoji addiction and they gave us the addiction. So, That's, you know, they can't complain. No, no, for <laughs> sure. Uh, but I can imagine though, that if they're going to do the expedition redo after the switch version comes out, then they're probably going to have a different version of pain in the assery on their hands, given, you know, what usually normally happens. <laughs> it's going to be even yeah. more people. On top of, you know, because I am I might do them just to do them. You know, there's some that I'm like, oh, I remember that one fondly. And some where I'm like, yeah, I'll skip that one. <laughs> yeah. So it, you know, I mean, it, it it's one of the ways that they sort out in any, uh, you know, issues that they have in, in their code. So, you know, running those expeditions through on uh, Switch would definitely help them, you know, sort out their Switch code. We'll have to it's see what be. happens. Yeah, I'm. I might actually go back on to Reddit for that, just to see <laughs> what people are saying. Because I, I, I can't imagine it's going to go off perfectly without a hitch. Uh, I hope it does. Yeah, that would that would be really nice to get that kind of. That's a, that would be a big win to be like, oh shit, it works on Switch, cross platform with everybody else, and you know everything's great. But it's like, I wish I had one so I could see what it looks like. Yeah. You know, I can obviously watch videos online, but that's not the same as holding it in your hands. Yeah. Well, so. and for some reason, I thought that the Switch was not going to be cross-platform. At least not oh, to start uh, with. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I haven't really kept up on the Switch information because I don't have one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I haven't really either, but... um but it seems to me I remember seeing that um, at some point, which, you know, is not surprising. You know, it, you know, probably as much from Nintendo's, you know, side of things as any. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, now I'm really interested to see how it goes. I don't know anybody that's got a Switch. Um, you know, locally, mm -hmm. and 
and ab- absolutely no one who plays this game. So I don't, yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start with that. But it's like, yeah, I think I'm going to be checking out the social media a little more to see what's going to happen with that because like, obviously they're going to do the, the expeditions over for them, for, for the Switch players. There's going to be people that have played it on PC or played it on console and they're going to Switch and, you know, they're just like, they're getting it so that they can do it. And they're like, oh, I'm going to run through this. But it's like, there's going to be a lot of people that have never played it before who get it on Switch just because it came to Switch and that's what they play on. Mm-hmm. And and they're not going to, like, are they going to be able to manage those expeditions if if they do do the redo <laughs> right after the Switch comes out, Switch version comes out? Yeah, I would imagine. You know, First one. once they have the code, it you know it, the the conversion is you know should be pretty straightforward. I'm just talking about no, I'm talking about the players, the people who bought it just because it came to Switch, but they've never played it on any other format. Because they're I'm like if we're thinking, mm, yeah, yeah, they may have to work. give them. Well, you know, throw them Longer in the deep end. <laughs> oh god trial by fire is that's a that's a really bad trial by fire because this <laughs> game is not great at telling you what to do anyway right and that, uh, and expedition that, that first expedition that was just an absolutely brutal expedition i'm just uh, imagining you know your average switch player i don't know what they play because i don't own one but it's like imagine your average switch player gets this game and immediately after they're like, okay, here's a rapid fire version of all of the expeditions we've done thus far. Uh, enjoy that. It's like, I just can't imagine going into that because if I had to do expeditions back when I first started playing it, there's no way I would have survived that. Oh, I would yeah. have immediately, like the stuff that's happening in Sea of Thieves now, I don't do it because it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing here. I'm just going to go do the normal stuff, yeah. which I guess you can do, but it's like. Are they yeah. going to keep redoing them <laughs> over and over until everybody? I mean, I guess they could. I don't know. So off-season reruns is basically what it is, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> but, you know, they also have to keep the rest of us busy, so. Jen rides shit, and you're looking for tentacly Leviathan things for your freighter. And I spend all of my time looking for ships. So everybody else, I'm assuming, does some variation of those things. Oh, yeah. There's so much to do. Everybody's got their thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm back to running through the um, the same old uh, frigate that we... Frigate. Yeah, derelict. The derelict. Uh, we, yeah. yeah. I'm running through that thing over and over and wishing that there was a harder... I can't find an S-class version that's hard that I want to do. Mm. But I wouldn't mind getting like a group of them together, like that I could like that are all S class, but varying degrees of uh, of intensity, so that I can just like jump from each one to each one throughout the night. You know, when I want to do them, and then have like a portal that I can jump to each time that I won't have to. Yeah, yeah I've got nice. a list of a few of them, but it's old, so I know at least one of them uh, isn't S class anymore. Um, yeah. Update and we got another update coming soon that's probably going to change them again. Yeah. But I mean, in the meantime, you know, that's that's there's a lot to do to catch up on the things that we already have. Yeah, that's for sure. And 
So I've, I've kind of run into that because, you know, one of the things about having all those living frigates is that, you know, there's care and feeding required. Um, so I've got two of them that, you know, have, you know, twos and threes for all their stats. And so I'm desperately trying to, you know, cook different things to find, you know, something that'll make them happy and, and give them a good stat in one of the, uh, in one of the fields, but I just have not been able to, to find anything that works. And, you know, so, you know, I'm like, okay, so I haven't tried any proto, uh, cakes on them yet. Um, and so I'm, you know, okay, so I just need to go out and find, you know, find a protogec, you know, find a planet with a protogec, you know, I've seen them a hundred times. Um, and so now I'm, I'm bouncing through all the, uh, all the different systems. And of course, cannot find any proto gecks. So I can't get any proto milk or proto eggs to make any of the stuff to make uh proto food. So, um, that's been driving me crazy that it, it's like the game instinctively knows exactly what it is that you're looking for and then make sure that there's no way in the world you can find it. Yeah. And that happens during one of the expeditions. So imagine you're a brand new player. <laughs> no, it really is like that. It's just like at the end when we were trying to find the storm crystal, Yep. it's, it's like you get there and it's, it's like they type in code and they're like, Everything within a hundred, you know, you know, not even a hundred. It's like everything within a thousand light years of here, no storms. There better not be a damn storm within a thousand light years of this star. All right. Well, but that's, yeah, it does seem like that's what happens. Like you need something and you cannot find it. And then when you don't need it, those damn proto gecks are everywhere. Oh, right. Yeah. So. It's been interesting. It's uh, um, I picked up a, a new one today. This one has uh, silver tentacles, so that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. How close can you get with your ship to take up close pictures of these things? Like, are they pretty highly detailed? I'm assuming. Oh yeah, incredibly detailed. Um, I gotta go look at the Leviathan up close. I never. Yeah, you, you can fly right up right up to him and go into photo mode. I'll have to check that out. I got it. I would rather do it on the deck, but I mean, I can do it on my PC. Um, but it's, I've got that one. That's the only one I have. And I assume it doesn't come in variations of colors, right? It's all exactly the same one. Uh, I'd have to imagine. I don't know. I don't know that I've really seen very many pictures of them. But okay. yeah, I would think it's the same one with the same specs and everything. I've only claimed it on obviously the one character where we got it in the expedition and then my normal and my, uh, um, permadeath, but I don't get close enough really to look at them. I like, as I'm flying into my freighter, I'm like, man, look at this. I like having all these ships all just like, mm. it's like having my own little, like, uh, my own little entourage. Yeah. And then I just ignore them from that point until I'm sending them out <laughs> to their doom. But I don't, <laughs> I don't pay that much attention to them, you know, and I feel bad for that, you know, because I know they work hard to make this stuff look, you know, cool, even though it's completely computer generated, aside from like the pieces, 
you know, the, you know, I know how it works. It's just, and I feel bad for not paying that close of attention. It's like, man, there's just too much shit I got to do. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, because there is so much going on, it, it's easy to uh, get lost in, you know, in the, the task at hand and, you know, miss out on the, uh, the stuff going on around you. I've spent a lot more time on the ground. And I don't know why. It's like I got the urge to just explore on the ground. So I've been paying more attention to like what's on land. And I, I do hope that the next thing we get is an update to planetary systems of some kind. Mm. Because it like it has gotten a little bit like it's head. It's, it's amazing, you know, compared to the, you know, if you ever if you did play when it first came out, compare that into now. And it's like, holy shit, it's no, it can't even be the same game. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm already wishing for other things because the things they've given us so far are already like, well, that feels like it's been there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's easy enough to do because you, uh, there's just so much there. Um, so <laughs> one of the things that kind of came to light when I was dealing with, you know, trying to find these stupid uh, protogex is... You know, we uh, they definitely need to do something with the uh, the discovery tab uh, because you know one you know there's one simple thing that they could do um, is in the in the sorting of of systems. Um, you know, you can sort by. Um, you know, Gex systems, Corvac systems, Viking systems, um, abandoned systems, undiscovered systems. Um, but you can't sort systems that you have been to. So, you know, I, I, you know, I'm looking through my planet list and I'm, you know, going through and, and finding all the discovered, uh, flora and fauna, you know, trying to, you know, to find a system that, you know, that has the protogec on it. But so you have, you go through, you find one and you get the name of it. And then you have to go to the teleporter and see if that's actually a system that you can teleport to, uh, because there's no way to sort the list, um, by systems that you have visited. It's just, systems that have been visited. So, you know, there's all kinds of systems that are discovered by people that, um, that you've never been to that still show up on your list. And so, you know, that, that's, to me, that's kind of problematic and it doesn't really, it, you know, the list sorted that way doesn't really serve you any purpose. It doesn't do you any good to know um, systems that other people have been to that you can't go to. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't teleport to those systems because you've, you've never been there before. So it does you absolutely no good to have it in your discoveries tab. The whole thing needs an overhaul in the way that discoveries and places you've been to need to be sorted. It's like, I don't, it's confusing anyway. Like, even if you know what you're looking at, trying to find something inside when you're in the portal or in the discoveries tab. Yeah. 
So, and I've never even tried to sort the stuff by any way. Yeah. So, I, it, it's, it's just, so uh, limited, and what it does sort doesn't really help you that much. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't. It's like it's it's almost like it didn't have a purpose for me, so I just never cared to even learn it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you know the way the star systems are color coded. Now they do have a purpose, but. Uh, what, wait, I guess they don't, do they? Does it matter what, does it still, did that update actually change it so that uh, each system gives you something different when you have that module installed on your uh, freighter? Uh, I don't know. It was supposed to, but hmm. I've, I, my freighter, my freighter doesn't have any um, drive upgrades to go to anything other than a, in a regular system. Um, so I haven't really been able to try it out. So that's the one thing that I still need to upgrade on my, uh, freighter is, uh, the drives to be able to go to, uh, the red, blue and green planets or red, blue and green systems. It's, it's gotten me in a jam a couple of times. I've, um, because, uh, one of the, one of the, spaceships that I use to uh, warp in when I'm searching for organic frigates um, can go to um, colored systems. And so I've, I've been in a colored system before and wanted to warp my uh, freighter in and haven't been able to, uh, because you can't warp a freighter into a system that you couldn't fly into on your own. Now that really sucks. <laughs> I wish there was a way around that, but yeah, it really does suck that you gotta you gotta get it up to that point. But I mean, if you're if you're sending out regular missions, you're gonna get enough. Uh, um, oh my god, I forgot what those things are called. What is the currency you have to use to unlock shit on your on your freighter? Oh, salvage frigate modules. Salvage frigate modules. So if you're sending out, you know, your uh frigates on a regular basis you're getting those oh yeah i'm i'm to the point now where i need to start selling them because i've got so many <laughs> and they're actually a uh there's there are various uh quests in the anomaly that give them mm. as a reward so it's like <laughs> if you're i mean it's just like everything else though it's just fetch quests you yeah. got to get this and get that and get this and get that and then once you have that got to go ahead gather the materials to build the shit yeah so you also get a lot of them pirating freighters yeah, I gotta get, I gotta do that more. I don't know, I don't know why, but I haven't got into that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, so I, because I've been buying so many of the, um, the organic frigates, uh, my bank account dipped under a billion units. And so, Oh God! I, I know. <laughs> I felt so poor. Um. So I I dropped into a, a pirate system, and so if if you if you go in, um, and you know the the freighters will spawn. You know you can go in and and clean them out, and then go land on one of the planets. And then when you fly back into the uh, atmosphere, uh, 
you know, they'll, they'll warp in again and you'll have another batch of, uh, of, uh, frigates if you uh go or freighters so you wipe those out then you go and um you know uh, fly and land on an, either the space station or whatever and uh, reload and then fly back out they'll respawn and so you can really rack up uh, a lot of um contraband uh, by doing that. And then, yeah. and then the super cheaty way that, uh, so I leave my, uh, freighter in a regular system and then I can go to the, uh, to the pirate space station when I'm done and all my inventory slots are filled up. I can go over to the teleporter and teleport to my uh, freighter and then go into the uh, tech room and go to the trade terminal and sell all my stuff at the uh, high value uh, normal system price without ever exposing myself to the uh, Sentinel scanners. So we have a very highly efficient uh, pirating system. Okay. And I, I need to do it. I really do. And I'm thinking this, like, my issue is, my issue has always been that I didn't want to get a character to the point where it's, you know, maxed out. And that's my pirate character. It's like, I hate, like, I never take a character very far when I start a brand new one. It's, it's like to try something out is to mess around and then I delete it. And I'm thinking now, since, I mean, honestly, the rep system doesn't have a purpose. I'm going to take my normal character and just go full pirate with that one. Mm. So well, I think especially if you've got a, a ship that has a massive amount of, of storage, um, you know, so if you were to really max out a, a hauler um, so that you had, I think what do you end up with uh, like 90 um, spaces between uh, you get 40, 42 in your normal inventory and 48 in cargo. And with, you know, with, with, with 90 spots, you can do a lot of pirating. Especially if your, you know, reputation be damned and you're taking out all of the, uh, the, the cargo pods too. Um, you know, you, you could just, I mean, it'd be insane how many, uh, millions of units you'd make in one, one trip. Okay. Yeah. This is sounding more and more appealing and honestly, I've done everything on that character and rep doesn't even really, yeah, it doesn't matter. Does it? No. I mean, unless you're, no. unless you're routinely doing uh faction missions um, from the, you know, the guy in the space station that gives out missions. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't do those, then there is absolutely no impact um, with negative rep with the, uh, with the races. 
Okay. Yeah, this sounds this sounds good because that's the character I have the most amount of money and nanites on. And I think I have a whole bunch of augmentations. So I think I'm going to go find myself a nice hauler and make that my pirating hauler. That's the, yeah, that, that's, see, that feels good. A, a new goal is <laughs> convert to piracy while we wait for the new update, which is going to add actual consequences to rip. And then I'm going to get shot at every time I go somewhere, but well, I won't but be see, using the thing is, is that so all you cares? have to do, all you have to do is, uh, go do a mission from the, uh, from the pirate, uh, mission control guy. And, you know, you'll see one of them will be that you get a, a forged passport. So you complete that mission. Your reward is you get a forged passport. Then you go to um, a normal system and you go to that, uh, you know, the, the terminal at the back of the uh, space station. The one we all thought was going to let us take control of the system. Um, you turn in that uh, f uh, fake passport and boom, your rep is, is reset to zero. Doesn't matter how many negative hundreds it was. You had to rub salt in the wound about that thing in the station, didn't you? Um, <laughs> now, but what if that changes? What if with the next, if, what if they do do a doo-doo? God, Jen's not here. <laughs> what if they do a um, an update that changes the rep situation and that option goes away? You can't just give purified water to the to the radiated man. What if that option is gone and you end up having to you like there's a whole different system in place, right? What if we have to grind like a hundred missions just to get and and then that actually has a, a purpose where we can't get back into the non-pirate systems and we have no choice but to jump from pirate system to pirate system uh, that would well, see, honestly that would be fun yeah really but you can also play it safe um so as long as you don't shoot any of the cargo pods uh you won't lose any rep for uh pirating the freighters themselves now that's what i'm saying it's like what if this all changes where yeah, you but, like, so you pirate now and if it changes then you just change the way that you pirate no that that i'm perfectly fine with <laughs> yeah but it's like what if i get what if i get my rep completely into the hole and then that's when they change it yeah like but honestly i do think it would be a nice it would be a nice shake up if it was like that yeah oh I no would it would definitely be good if there was consequences because it is it's you know it, it it's kind of anticlimactic that, you know, you can pirate the heck out of them and, you know, really not face any consequences. Or at that point, since it is an actual stat that changes, are we venturing into RPG territory with this game? Eh, wouldn't hurt. I'm good with it. Yeah. Like, I, I've wanted factions for a while. It'd be nice if being a get got you get or got you discounts in get systems, and you know, the same with all the other races or whatever. Yeah. Or piracy actually has benefits or consequences. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing you could do would be to you know pick a race that you know that you want to be at odds with, and only go to pirate systems from that race, and then. You know, you'll you'll still be on good footing with the other two, uh, but that one you'll have you know the negative hundred um, 
rating with and then have to deal with them. So, you know, if every time you warped into one of their systems, you know, you had to, you know, pay some bounty or, you know, get the heck out of there as quick as you could. Yeah. No, I'm, I like this. I'm, I think that's what I'm going to do when I jump in tonight is I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and, uh, go to piracy on my main, on my normal. Yeah. Cause my permadeath character is retired. He's just kind of surveying planets now. Yeah. But so the, the main reason I do it is, uh, so that I don't have to ever worry about, uh, um, uh, tritium and dihydrogen because I haven't, you know, this character that I, that I'm playing right now, um, I've never made, um, frigate fuel. I've only ever stolen it. <laughs> and next, here's what's going to happen. Next update, you're going to get branded with a huge P right on your chest. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd just break my little geck heart. Yeah. Cause the brand is the size of you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, between uh, uh, frigate fuel and the salvage uh, frigate data, um, you know my my freighter is a uh, a bustling hub of uh, frigate activity. I imagine that lesser computers would probably start like going into a slideshow, getting near <laughs> your freighter at this point. Uh. Uh, you know, it doesn't, everything, pretty much everything is converted into uh, units. So it's, uh, it's not too bad. I still need to do more building. The problem is, is that I have a really hard time doing building for non-utility purposes. And I already have the utility, you know, developed. So I've got all the the rooms that I need to use on a regular basis. Yeah. I've kind of been doing the, just what I need and nothing else on my freighter. Um, but I, because I'm trying to build long hallways of planter rooms along each room, each, uh, mm. side. Cause I really like the way those look and just having all that green just right down each side. And then the, the walkway down the middle of it is kind of the aesthetic I'm going for on my normal. So, I, I like these updates and I still do have access to the old stuff, so I'm able to use it, but mm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm interested to like right back to the whole thing with the switch. I'm interested to see the builds that come out of the switch. <laughs> Cause I have a feeling, I, I don't know. Does, is it lower powered? Cause I always heard that everything Nintendo runs on last generation technology. That could just be people who hate Nintendo talking shit. <laughs> Um, I don't know for sure, but it's like, do, can it handle? Yeah, it seems to me the the images that I have seen, um, you know, in the different advertising for the Switch version, um, all looked very uh, lower res. You know, so the, everything was a little more cartoony than... Um, you know, than what we're used to on con consoles and PCs. 
I actually think that'd be fun having a cartoony version of No Man's Sky. Yeah, it looked great. Um, the colors were incredible. You know, it was just a rendering, so I don't know what it'll actually look like. But um, from what I saw, it looked fantastic. If that screen is any smaller than the deck screen, which I'm assuming it is, I won't be able to see it. So, yeah, so I guess the thing with the Switch is that it's dockable with a TV. I mean, it kind of defeats the purpose, but, um, you know, it is something that you can do with the Switch. Well, I mean, the the purpose of the deck, too, is that, you you know, it's portable and all that, but it really is a full PC and has the ability to hook up to a TV. So, it like, I haven't done that yet, but I can imagine, like, if you're the kind of person who uses it on a plane, if you travel a lot and use it on a plane and you carry everything with you, that when you get to a hotel room, you can just hook it up to a TV and use it like that. Mm, yeah. Or hooking it up to a larger monitor and using it as a full-fledged PC with a keyboard and mouse. Like, there's there's reasons to do it. Um, I don't know if that's the way it works with with a Switch, though, right? Like, it doesn't have, like, that kind of operating system built in. Yeah, no, it's just with the uh, the controllers. I don't even think that there's a regular controller that you can use with it. I think it has to be the, uh, I think they call them Joy-Cons. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm bad enough with with uh, consoles. I definitely don't need one that I can't see. Even the <laughs> buttons look really tiny. So, yeah, uh, I, I I'm at the point now where, like I said, I have to wear the glasses. I have to put my glasses on anytime I use that deck. It's got a really high resolution screen, but I can't see shit anyway. Yeah. So I have to put my glasses on to look at it. Maybe I should get contacts. No, I don't want contacts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to stick my finger in my eyeball. But it's it's really nice the having like a portable version of that game. I, I definitely could not have imagined, you know, even like two or three years ago, a portable version of No Man's Sky on any platform at all. So I, I think it's pretty awesome. I'm I'm really excited to see what what builds come out of it. Because I can imagine someone sitting on the bus and or sitting on a train or something and, and coming out with a really cool build up in space. So I'm pretty excited to see what comes out of it. Yeah, so I've still, been, <laughs> I've still been toying around with the idea of my uh, space-only challenge. So I've been putting together, um, you know, some of the, uh, some of the parameters. Um. The only thing I need now, I think, is um, an end goal. Um, you know, so what? Uh, you know, what what constitutes uh, success with it? You don't want to try to get to the center of the galaxy. No, that'd be way too long. <laughs> it would. It'd take forever. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What would be the end goal? Yeah, so can, I'm thinking about trying to figure out what uh, what kind of monetary goal I could set or, um, you know, uh, complete certain quests. Um, there's a lot of them that I would never be able to do because you have to land on a planet to be able to do them. Um, but, and also I'm thinking that it'll be... Um, 
so uh, definitely want to do it in permadeath. Uh, and I'm also thinking in even even more than not uh, landing on a planet, I'm thinking about not even entering a planet's atmosphere. And and doing everything, mm. you know, from space itself. That pretty much cuts out all player bases then. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you are making it harder for yourself, but I did get a storm crystal from a derelict the other day, so that completely mooted what I was saying about certain yeah, things. Yeah, you not... can definitely get those. So... Um, and you can get uh, the Hadal cores and larval cores. Um you know, so there's a lot of that stuff that's available. And, you know, there, oh God. there's a lot of stuff that's available from the, uh, uh, from the ship pilots in, in space stations. Yeah. You know, here's one thing you're not getting from any place unless you go to the ground and that's a glyph. Yeah. But I wouldn't, why would I need glyphs if I can't go to a portal? For for some reason in my head, I was like, you wouldn't be able to use the one in the anomaly. I got real dumb for a second there. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't really need those. Yeah, because all you really need to do is be able to get from your freighter to your uh, to the space stations and yeah. just use those portals. Hmm. Yeah. What? But yeah, so I, I need some kind of an in, an end goal. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's something I need to stew on because I don't. Yeah. So I'll probably do a practice run here pretty quick. You know, now that I've got some of the basic parameters ironed out, um, you know, just to kind of see what I can and can't do. Um, but, you know, definitely want it to be as challenging as possible. You know, and you know, really, the only uh, the only thing permadeath is going to limit me on is um, how much I can carry. Because you know, I don't. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I have ever died in space. You know, I've I've definitely been in an underpowered ship. I was flying a, a crashed ship um, quite sillily from, uh, you know, the, the planet surface up to the uh, space station uh, to scrap it. And then, of course, got set on by, uh, um, by the pirates uh, that do the scan on you and then, and then try to raid you. Um, and they almost got me. I had just a, a, a speck of life left in my last star um, in the ship and uh, made it to the uh, to the space station. So, you know, the, the death part of it doesn't really scare me. The permadeath, though. It's like when that happens in permadeath, you get into the station and you're like, man, that's – oh, God – got to sit, sit here for a second and get my heart back in order because <laughs> yeah. I've come close when I was in an area where I couldn't like get away where I was like, I, I don't want to try to go all the way across 
you know, fly away and then try to fly back because I'm right where I want to be. So I, I do fight them. And there has been a couple of times lately in permadeath since they did an update and gave the pilots a little better AI mm. where the fights are a little bit more harrowing now. Yeah, they're definitely tougher. Yeah, and I'm 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 all about it. But in permadeath, sometimes it's like I forget because I don't often fight in permadeath anymore. It's just a maintain kind of character now. I jump in, do what I got to do, and I'm and then I'm back to normal. And it's like when I get on there and I do have to fight, I'm, I forget sometimes that things are different. And uh, and they they get close to getting you sometimes lately, even if you have a maxed out shields on your ship. Yeah. Well, and you can, you can, now that you, we have the, the pirate systems where we can pick up the, uh, you know, the questionable tech, uh, it, it's a little bit easier to, to beef up your, your ship, uh, right out the gate. Cause the, um, the modules are so much less expensive and, you know, can give you you know, good spec. So, the version that goes on your w weaponry is so nice. It's a nice boost. Like it's very noticeable yeah. uh, early on if you don't have anything else on there, and then even later on, actually, it it's obvious that it does a, a little bit extra to everything. But yeah, that questionable tech was. Gr I, I'm glad they added that. That's yeah. real handy when you first start out. Yeah. So by by next show, I should have uh, some testing done, and and hopefully we can come up with a good uh, good idea for an end goal. Yeah, because you should be able to figure out just from playing like that what would be the the pain in the ass thing to actually accomplish. Yeah, it's like right off the top of my head. It's like the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, well, there's not much you can't get in space that you can get from the ground. And actually, most things are more abundant in space, depending on where you go. Yeah. So, yeah, because there's like almost nothing you can't either buy on a space station or get from blowing something up. Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I'm excited to hear what you come up with from it, because it's like I really am just drawing a complete blank on what the end goal could be. And I'm already thinking about how I want to become a pirate uh, on my normal. So... <laughs> Uh, and this character will definitely be a pirate. Um, it, it won't be quite as effective because I won't be able to carry that much stuff. But um, yeah, it'll definitely be about the pirating. Have you maxed out a permadeath character yet? Mm, no, I've got the one that I went to the center with. And that's when about you, it. When you have a ship, a main ship, and you're your character is maxed out. You don't even notice. Yeah. I have, I completely forget that there's not that much room. You know, your car, you know, obviously you're taking a big hit. You're not getting nine, 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 nine per stack and cargo and all of that. But it's like, it's not too terrible, especially when you're down to a point where you're only needing this or that. You don't, you don't need all that damn room. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the thing, the one nice thing about permadeath is that, it, you can't hold enough um, inventory to crash a, a market. You know, so I I can't do my usual, you know, crash the market on uh, um, 
on cobalt and, uh, you know, then buy it back at 80% off. Not even using a ship's cargo or a ship's uh, storage? Uh, I'd ha- no, I don't think so because uh, you need eight. Um, yeah, I'd have to do the math on that. You need eight stacks of 10,000. Um, and so, you know, that's, you know, with, with only 500 per stack in cargo, I don't know that you could have enough even in a, uh, in a hauler you know, to be able to crash the market. See, I've, yeah, I don't know that I've got a ship in permadeath that has the storage, the new storage area completely maxed out yet. So yeah. I wouldn't be able to test it with that. That's the part that would hold the most, right? Yeah. The, the, the cargo hold holds 500 where the regular um, cargo or the regular uh, inventory only holds 250. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I can try it like that. And I just don't know if I have enough augmentations to fully max one out either. Yeah, because 10, so 10,000 units would be 20 stacks of 500. Um, so you'd need, I'm probably going to mess this math up. Um, so you'd need 160 cargos to be able to get that much. I don't know. Um, I'm embarrassing myself. (laughs) Well, it's hard to do math off the top of your head when it comes to this stuff. It's like, especially when it's hard to remember all these damn different cargo slots, capacities and, uh, yeah, well now I want to do that, but I'm thinking I might have to flip ships first to get enough augmentations to, to get the one hauler I have up to snuff just to try that. So, I mean, I may not even have that done by next week, especially since I'm definitely going to be pirating it up. Hmm. All right. Well, maybe in two weeks I'll have an answer if you don't get to it before (laughs) I do, but I think you're going to be working on your, your no, no land sky run or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. No sky land. No Skyland, Skylander. Um, yeah. So the other nice thing about uh, pirate systems are they are excellent places to farm ships. And so, I love the new ones, so yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, um, the the fastest way to do it is to go to a trade post, uh, put down a save beacon, uh, do the manual save. Reload, let four ships come in. If there's no S-Class in those first four ships, reload. Um, And if you get a good system, I've found a lot of them where every time you reload, there's one, if not two, S-Class ships that land. And really the absolute best ones is if uh, if one of the explorers is S class when it comes in, uh, because then you're, um, you're paying, uh, 600,000, I think 
instead of the if the uh, solar ships come in, it's uh, S class is a two point four million dollar ship. Uh, but if it's the Explorer, I think it's just uh, six hundred thousand, and you'll still get uh, in a lot of cases uh, two or three storage augmentations. Um, but at the very least one, and then you'll get a few uh, different uh, um, tech modules. And so you can fill up your ship inventory really quick. And then if you've already got your freighter at that point, then you can just go up to the freighter and, uh, you know, park it outside the, uh, the space station and just uh, fly back and forth with ships until you've sold them all. Like, I like the idea of getting them, like, for that cheap, but definitely in permadeath um, on a new character. But it's like, with with the character I'm going to be doing to flip it with, like, I, I my first stop off is at my Indium farm where I grab $90 million worth and go cash that in. Mm. So it's like, I could spend all day flipping ships and still make money. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going out looking for an S-Class hauler. That's what I need. I need a big old, just full full spec, lots of space, as much as possible. Because I'm I'm willing to invest, you know, a, a couple hundred million, however much it costs for a for a maxed out as close to maxed out as possible hauler. Yeah. Well, about the best you're gonna get is you might get one that's, you know, forty. Uh, 40 of the standard cargo and then maybe 10 in the, um, the extended cargo. And that's, that's where all your augmentations are going to go. Cause that, uh, the, the cargo on the hauler will go up to 48 now. Yeah. So, that's why I'm trying to get the haulers. Cause it's got the, the most amount of space. Oh yeah. Uh, but I don't want to spend a ton of time farming augmentations yeah. if I can get myself a nice S-class hauler that's already got a bunch of space already opened up and then all I have to do is add a few to it. I'm willing to spend the units because I have them. Yeah. Well, and that's the other bonus of doing this too because a lot of times it is a hauler that'll come in S-class. In pirate in, stations? In pirate, well, no, not in pirate stations, in pirate trade posts. Oh, pirate trade posts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, systems. That's what I meant with systems. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to a trade post in a, in a pirate system. And the thing about the trade post is, is that um, f it'll be four random ships that fly in. In the space station, it's always the same four ships, unless you do the little turn thing, um, you know, to change the order. Um. But if you do it at a trade post, it's it's four random ships from the, you know, from that system that fly in. And it's also the the fastest way to find the uh, exotic in that system. So the, the absolute fastest way is if you go into a um, a freighter rescue battle. Uh, because you can you'll always see the. You know the one of the one of the ships that's helping defend the uh, or also could be one of the ships that's pirating the uh, the freighter uh, will be the exotic from that uh, from that system. But 
you know that you got to play for three hours and it's every five warps uh, where at the trade post you can do it in every single system um, it may just take you know a few uh, reloads and I love those trade posts yeah they're my favorite place to park anyway just but yeah. man so handy yeah um, and if you like uh, you know, if you like pirate fights, if you don't reload, if you just sit there and let fly, ships fly in and out, uh, within a few minutes, there'll be a, a pirate attack on that uh, trade post. And you can go hop in your ship, shoot them out of the sky and, and come back. That was my issue once before was that the pirate ship would land and I wasn't able to do anything about it because uh, I couldn't attack it while it was landed, but it was still technically aggroed because right. other ships were shooting at it yeah. <laughs> but you couldn't do anything <laughs> and it would not take off again afterward uh, but I, yeah but like you said I wasn't reloading I was just sitting there watching the ships come in yeah because I do that but I, I got to start reloading as I it's obvious that's where my issue was yeah. um, but I do think that those those damn pirate attacks happen a little more often than they should but I guess in a system where a pirate system, it would make sense. Yeah. They'd constantly be shooting each other, acting like assholes. <laughs> well, that's, that's why the, uh, the mission that you take, uh, in the pirate system is, uh, is called eliminate the competition. And that's, that's where they give you a, a pirate that needs to be, you know, vanquished. And so you you go out, shoot them down, and and come back and get your reward. Yeah, I should just do this in permadeath. Add a little bit of thrill to it. <laughs> it, it like the more I think about it, the more fun it is. And it's like it's a character that's the you know the horrific flesh helmet with all black, the armor that you get from the Quicksilver shop. Ah, yeah. So maybe that should be the the pirate character. It's already got that look. Yeah, gotta and, have a cape too. And yeah, I definitely got to have the cape, but it's also like, there's actually a chance of, you know, there's no rep that's really going to, there's no, there's no issue with the rep, but there's definitely a chance of actual death and I don't want to die. So that would give it a little bit more of a, a rush. I think yeah, if I do yeah. it in permadeath, maybe I'll do that. Take, go. bring it, bring it out of retirement. <laughs> Normal characters just building stuff now, so let's get the permadeath character out and start pirating. Yeah. All right. Well, we will be back with all the all of our uh, adventures and misadventures, and we should have uh, Pantagruelia back with us. And so we will see you next time. See you in space. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at BBCISSS or ASAPodcasting.com. The Butcher, the Baker, 